brown, brown, driving me wild. It's a pretty brown, brown, driving me wild. Welcome to the rodeo, the rodeo show. Hello and welcome back to the rodeo show. I'm Rodeo and this is the show. So I am literally recording this episode from the bathtub with a glass of wine. So if you hear water swishing back and forth, that's what that sound is. So yeah, we are back. It feels good to be back, even though this is the first of the last four episodes of the podcast until further notice. Meaning that at some point I may return back to the podcast just ever so rarely when I have something to say, but that it will not be every Thursday like it hasn't been in a while. And so the reason why I chose to do that, there's an entire blog post about it on my website, theworldproductions.com. But the reason why I chose to do that is because for the longest time, I've been trying to figure out how to put all of my favorite things together into one day. And so for a lot of time, that meant compartmentalizing my day. So going to work and then coming home and working on passion projects and whatever the case. But um, now I feel like in my program that I'm in, I'm able to do all of the things that I love in one day. And so I no longer feel the need to compartmentalize my life. And thus, a lot of my passion projects started to feel like chores and I won't be doing them anymore, which is why this is the mark of the end of the podcast. And I honestly just felt like in this part of my transition or in this place in my life, I no longer feel the need to talk through it aloud, but more just sit with it and kind of just experience it and enjoy it so that I can really take all of these changes in organically and understand them for myself before I try to talk through them with and an, well in front of an audience. Um, so yeah, so that's why this marks the end of the rodeo show as we know it, or as you guys know it. Um, so what this episode is about is onward and upward. And so I think in reflecting about all of the other podcast episodes, this one really speaks to a lot of the ones that we spoke about, about being careful what you pray for or preparing for what you pray for. And so in my life right now, a lot of the things that I pray for, a lot of the a lot of the ideas and places and spaces that I manifested, I am watching come to fruition and I am preparing as it's happening to really walk in power and walk in faith in these new experiences. And so over this past weekend, I went to Philly and we shot the photos for the photo exhibit, um, Sensuality, that's going to go along with the book, The Sense of My Parents. And so that's kind of where we've been with that. And I have been plotting and planning and daydreaming about this for a while. And before I even released the book, I had everything planned out about how I wanted it to go and what I wanted it to represent and how with the things I wanted to accompany it. And you guys have probably heard me talk about that on the podcast also. But now to see it really happen, because for a while there it didn't really look like it was going to, but to see it really happen and come through me in the way that it did organically, as organically as it did and as powerful as it did, like I'm so excited to share it with people. It, it really just was a testament to me about speaking things into existence and manifesting things and making sure that you're 
you know, the people in your circle is right and that they're aligned too. And then making sure that everything else in your energy space is aligned with what you're trying to do. So right now I feel like that's where I am. I'm in this little bubble where things are happening outside in the world, but I'm not concerned. Um, not into the sense that I don't care, but the sense where I'm not letting it steal my joy. And so I refuse to allow what's happening in the world to take my joy because when you are defeated, that's when you're ineffective and you operate off of emotion. So I'm pretty much putting my head down and steadfastly moving forward into what I want to do and what my goals are as opposed to being constantly impacted and affected by every single news story that comes through the pipeline um, or on my timeline on social media. So that's kind of been the sense of like where I am. I feel like I'm that meme where the dog is like sitting with the top hat, drinking tea and like everything or coffee and everything around him is like on fire. And that's kind of how I really feel with the world right now. I feel like everything around me is on fire, but I'm okay. And like, I'm working to make sure that other people who look like me, um, who share the same ideas and stuff are also okay and moving forward with their goals and dreams and doing what they can to impact our communities directly. And being in Philly last weekend and shooting those photos and everything, it really, really was emotionally impactful for me. Like watching somebody turn my family into art subjects, turn my neighborhood into art, like turn the people from my community into art was insane because seeing my past through somebody else's lens was eye-opening and enlightening. And I think that everybody should benefit from that because it was a transformational experience and very emotional for me because I was able to see like so much light in a lot of the darkness that I grew up around and I remember living in those neighborhoods and going to those neighborhood schools and feeling the same way like feeling like everybody talked about it like it was this horrible place but I I saw so much light in it and I feel like that light was there this weekend and it was definitely an awesome experience and just a testament to what happens when you manifest things and then continue to do the work and put things in place so that things can come through you as they are meant to and so giving birth for me recently has been fairly easy like I feel like I've been pushing and things have been coming out and I'm giving birth to like one baby and now two babies and then hopefully triplets whatever the case is um but I just remember when I started this podcast, I was just very much so pregnant and very much so in that like third trimester phase where it's just tiring and I'm holding it and I just want it to come out, but it's not time yet and I want to push, but it's not ready and I'm just trying to get rid of whatever's inside of me and I'm uncomfortable and I can't see the ground and I'm just anxious all the time and that's where I was then like trying to talk through a lot of those things and now I feel like I've been in the process of like both feet in the stirrups and I'm pushing and things are coming out and I'm getting to hold them and look at them and see what was produced through me outside of my body now existing in the world and that's just such a different experience and just to be at one and at whole and at peace with who I am and um, becoming who I am and who I was always meant to be has been hard, but now I'm good. And then 
I just watch my behaviors change and my attitudes change and things that used to shake me or shift me no longer do that. The things that used to upset me and anger me no longer do that. It's like the worst thing could happen. I literally just stare like, mm, well, what is in my locus of control and what isn't? Like, what can I do about it? Nothing. Okay, cool. There's no point in me stressing about it. Can I do something about it? Cool. Then let me go ahead and do that. And so that's kind of where I've been. And I guess that would be something to share through multiple episodes of the podcast but then I thought about it and I was like for what though like this is a new space for me this is a new period of my life and this and within this periodization I really want to just live in and focus on it and then hopefully out of that will be birthed my second book which is still coming which will be little to nothing like the first book and other projects that I have in the pipeline that I want to do but those are things that I want to do. Like, those are things that were also on my manifestation list. So I'm giving birth to those things as well. Where this is something that was already on the list. I felt like I gave birth to it. And it was an awesome child for what it was while I had it. But that now, you know, with all my other kids, this sounds, this is a horrible, horrible analogy. <laughs> I just not realizing that. Not that you should like give your kid away if you no longer like enjoy it, but in this case, I just feel like this kid is an adult. This kid is leaving the house, and I'm okay with that. And then now it's time for me to focus on my younger kids, or you know, the pregnancy, or whatever the case. Um, so I'm learning to let go and let things pass through me and let them serve their purpose while it's necessary, and then when it's no longer necessary letting it continue to pass and hoping that it has the impact that I intended for it to have. And that by hearing this or reading what's on my blog or whatever the case, that somebody is inspired to go on and carry the torch and continue the race. Like, but it's not going to be me. And um, not to say that a podcast will never be a part of my journey again. I'm not sure. I can't speak to that. But I know that right now in this period of my life, it's just not conducive to what to the other things that I'm trying to do and the other things that I want to focus on and the other ways in which I want to have an impact on myself and hopefully through impacting myself impact others because like I say on the blog post it's so important to be at the center of your own healing and I think for a while this platform as well as my other platforms put me at the center of other people's healings and people were relationally diving into themselves but not doing it on the basis of that it's about them and that they should be at the center of their own healing and not using my life as a barometer or as a set of goals but basically taking the ways in which that I've engaged with myself and then replicating that in your own life without me and so hopefully without my voice being present that's what will continue to happen and that you guys see me be transparent about my journey and my healing and my growth will allow you to be transparent in your own life and really interrogate who you are. And like, that was the whole purpose of the book was just to say like, Hey, me as a black woman that is pursuing multiple degrees and has this, people have a perception of me as one thing. And that's not what my life has been. It hasn't been no crystal stare. Shout out to Langston Hughes because it hasn't and that to get here I had to go through a lot of things and if you want that and I said this like no grit without you know glory without grit in a previous podcast but the book was basically my way of detailing that grit and then being like hey I'm no different than everybody else and like I've gone through things and it's been 
fights and work to get here and like when you love yourself just like when you love another person it's work it's constant work every day like falling in love with yourself and learning yourself as things change and as you change and as you react to things differently you have to fall in love all over again it's a constant cyclical relationship of learning yourself and falling in love with yourself and then changing and then learning and then falling in love all over again because that change piece is so uncomfortable and frustrating sometimes that you're just like wait I've always done things this way and now I need to do something different I need to do things differently and that's basically what I wanted to model is that for a long time I did things differently than how I do them now but in really being honest about my journey and honest about who I am and honest about what I've been through and what I want and what I've done wrong and where I've had shortcomings I've been able to change the way I relate to things and change the way people relate to me and then also like walk into this new space becoming who I was always meant to be and that's what I wanted to model and encourage people to do as opposed to getting caught up in the salaciousness of like oh here's some gossip here's some new things I didn't know about her um, that wasn't the focus. So I wanted the focus to be like, hey, how do I see threads of this in my own life? And then in what ways can I creatively attack and interrogate old pieces of myself and then really stare that person down and get to know them and figure out why I don't want to be that way anymore? And I write in the book is like getting to know your demons and then dancing with them. Like, you know, you need to meet your demons and dance with them for a while. Like get to know them really well, like how they move, how they act, how they speak, what they enjoy. So you can destroy them. Like you have to meet them and dance with them and get to know them to adequately know how to take them down. And so that has been intricate in my own words and upwards journey and like where I'm moving forward and what I want you know, next to look like. And as I do more things for the book or with the book um, in mind, I plan to also um, update that on the website and different events you'll have tickets for and different places where my book gets added to their repertoire, you'll know. But the goal is to continue to expand and, and, and build upon the book through different projects and then move on to the next book and then continue to just focus all of my energy and my time and my effort into um, my program of study because I'm really passionate about what I'm doing right now and I'm um, trying to make the connection between academia and real life and academia and activism on the ground and centering myself in that and learning all the things that I can learn and like give my, getting my reparations through this education and really just sitting in that and being okay with that because for a long time I had this feeling like I wasn't doing enough and not and not doing enough quickly and that I need to be accomplishing multiple things at a time as opposed to focusing all of my attention on one thing. And so I have multiple baskets and multiple eggs and I'm trying to hatch all of them and I can't keep an eye on every single thing and I feel overwhelmed and I feel like none of the accomplishments feel big enough or great enough as they hatch and so I need to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And I had like ADD for my goals. And so I decided to just like focus on one thing and like scale back and be like, hey, this is where you are now. Like live in that space. What does it feel like to just live in this space, live in this accomplishment for a while, ride this accomplishment for a while? Because it is one. And I think when you start to pile on too much, your accomplishments don't feel like accomplishments anymore. They feel like tasks and I didn't want it to feel like that. I wanted to recognize that, hey, I'm like of a small percentage of people that get to spend every day, every day of their life studying, getting paid for that. Like, 
I'm getting paid to learn about my culture and my people and figure out ways in which this history and this cultural study can reflect back into our communities now have a true impact. And that's powerful and that's special and that's an accomplishment for but for the last year and a half, I haven't felt like that. I felt like, okay, now the book's out, okay, and then we have a book talk and then that's not really an accomplishment. And then the book gets added to a bookstore and that's not an accomplishment. And people really like the book and that's not because it's like I didn't even know what the accomplishment would look like. And to have people be like, hey, being a full-time student and writing a book in and of itself is an accomplishment. And I'm like, dang, I don't even feel like that because I'm doing so much at one time and no longer feel like an accomplishment because I don't feel like I'm doing everything to the best of my ability. And so to really just pour into something and focus on that one thing, I feel like on the other side of it, I'll really get to see the impacts and feel the impacts of that accomplishment because it's been a passion project, a soul passion project, just one that I focused my whole entire life into for five years. And so when I come out of it, I'll feel like, damn, I did something. I did that by myself kind of thing. So that's where I am. And I feel like a lot of times when you get ADD on your goals, you become ungrateful and unappreciative of where you are as opposed to where you've been. And so in scaling back, I've had a lot of time to kind of reflect on that and just be like, wow, like, I'm really a, and this weekend was really what that was about. Like, yo, I'm really a young girl from 52nd Street, went to regular elementary school, like public elementary school, right in the corner from my house, a neighborhood school. From there, was selected to go to one of the best, or not even one, excuse me, the best middle and high school in the city and in the state. And I survived eight years there as one of the few black kids and then went on there to go to university and then graduate for four years and then I conquered that and then I, I mean I mean you couldn't have written that for me like it's only been through divine favor and divine purpose that things that sought to destroy me throughout my life did not and things that sought to derail me did not and things that thought thought you know or sought to distract me didn't and I really stayed the course and I didn't even know what the course was at the time. I was just trucking along. But to go back to where I came from and where I grew up and the people that were so so integral in my formative experience and see them look at me in a new light as an adult, as a woman, as an accomplished person, as an artist, as a creative, as an educator, as a scholar was so weird because they... I remember looking at them through that lens and seeing them as legends and artists and mothers and all of these things, like people I looked up to. And to see them look at me in that same light was just like full circle moment because I don't know that as a five, six, seven, eight-year-old girl, I knew that this was what was going to come of my life. Um, and not to say that I made it, but I've made it for now. I made it to where I was supposed to be at this point in my life. And that feels fucking amazing. And I almost downplayed it. But no, that feels fucking good to be exactly where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be there and be ready for it and be in a position to receive it humbly. Finally, that feels fucking amazing to finally sit in the classroom and be like, hey, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. I feel that I feel OK with that. I'm content and happy about where I where I'm at in this moment is revolutionary in my life because I've always been like, am I supposed to be here? Is this right? And should I keep doing this? And so that's where I want to focus my attention and everything else that still confuses me, I just don't want to do. (laughs) And 
I just wanted to tear away from and break away from because I don't need that uncertainty energy in my life. Like, I'm really good. So that's what over and over means for me is I went through what I needed to go through to get to where I, to be prepared to get to where I am today and to feel happy with that and to know how to check myself when I'm when I'm not feeling happy about it or when I am complaining too much or being ungrateful because of where I've been, I'm able to check myself and be like, hey, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, you didn't have none of this. Like, or you didn't know that you could have any of this. And it was just a dream at that point. It was just something you thought you were going to do or you talked about doing, but you didn't actually do. So why not just be happy about that? And so that's what I'm trying to do. Not even what I'm trying to do. That's what I am doing now. I'm not trying anymore. I am doing. Just walking in my purpose and being perfectly content with that and so that's this episode the next three episodes are coming down the pipeline we have one on faith and spirituality we have another one on purpose and then another one that focuses on the me too campaign um and i explored that and then there's accompanying blogs that are happening on the website throwproductions.com and if you're still interested in following me and learning or knowing more about like what I'm doing and how I'm faring through this new phase of my life, then you can follow me at hello it's row underscore on Twitter and Instagram. And I pretty much changed it because this persona, the rodeo show is done. So my my handle can no longer be the rodeo show because that's not what I'm doing. That's not who I am. And so I chose the name hello it's row because I feel like. I'm reintroducing myself in this space as just me who does things, but that's not who I am. So I may do a podcast, but I am not a podcaster. And I may do a blog post, but I am not a blogger. I'm just a person who has thoughts and wrote them on paper or a person who has thoughts and said them out loud, recorded it and posted it to SoundCloud, which is real extra. But that's exactly what I did. And so I thank you again for tuning in. Um, as things come up, you can check on theroadproductions.com for events and tickets and t-shirts and all that cool stuff later down the line. Uh, but as always, love, light, and black rights. It's been real. Have an awesome weekend. Be safe. Make good choices. And continue on your journey in love and light. Brown, brown, driving me wild. It's a pretty brown, brown, driving me wild. Welcome to the rodeo, the rodeo show.